Kama, we're starting. We have started. How are you, my friend? I'm okay, thanks, Clayton. How are you? I'm pretty good, man. I'm getting a bit of sleep, which is unheard of. But you had COVID. I did. Uh, you've survived the COVID? I have. That was your first bout of COVID? Yeah. Yep. yep. Managed okay. to avoid it until then. Good, good. Good to hear. And your partner's got COVID now as well? Yeah. And he's Bound fine. To happen. Yeah, he's okay. He's okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad you're all right. We haven't talked for a bit. Um, but yeah, it's a bit of a pain, but the old COVID, just a bit of an irrit. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't recommend it. Sure. Sure. You best, you best not to get it if you, if you can yes. avoid. Yes. Uh, mm. my partner's One... been sick for like two weeks with the sinus infection and she doesn't really want to have the, the antibiotics by this point because it'll mess up Bubby's tummy and, oh, it's a, such a ball ache. Um, but yeah, winter. I guess it's just winter. That's uh, just the fun fun times of winter. Um, yeah. So, anything else been going on? Just work, life? Yeah, I mean, just trying to truck on yep. through, <laughs> through not really feeling the best. Keep on um, trucking. Yep. Yeah. And as all social media digital marketers always have to do, we, we can't really stay out of the game too long. Um, can we? Yeah. Usually? Not really. There's always so much happening. So much happening. Now, today is a special episode. We wanted to do a, an Instagram special today. Um, yeah. Because there have been so many changes recently um, in the Instagram world. And the, the tectonic plates of social media seem to be moving so quickly that uh, we thought it'd be good to just focus in on, on Instagram because Instagram had become uh, the dominant platform, I think, the dominant new platform after Facebook. And they were on this tear and just kind of growing so quickly into the hundreds of millions of users. And then TikTok has come along out of seemingly nowhere. And, and now we're in this, and Instagram has, has been, been doing lots of changes. And so we're in this interesting transition phase, it feels. So me and you thought it would be good to just, just have a really good focus on Instagram, which is such a big focus for, for so many businesses and social media marketers and digital marketers, right? Yeah. So we've got, we wanna go through some of the history of Instagram, just have a look back. Um, it's so fun to look back at, you know, how Instagram started and some of the screenshots of what it used to be like. Yeah, um, remember the brown logo? The brown logo, so brown, so brown. So brown. Everything was brown in the early 2000s, right? Sofas, carpets, logos, everything. I don't know why everything was so brown. Um, and yeah, so then we're gonna look at, so we looked at some history. We're gonna then have a look at really recent history. So what are these recent changes? What's been happening? Everything's been, been so crazy. And then we're gonna try to predict what's gonna happen, right, in the near future and maybe in the medium term as well. So, so let's get started. So if I asked you when did Instagram start, would you have been able to tell me? Just off the top of your head? Uh, uh, 2010, yep. maybe? Yep, 2010, correct. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, good call, very, very good. Yep. Yeah, go me. So this is their About Us page, right? So let me read from their About Us page. 
in 2010. When we were kids, we loved playing around with cameras. We loved how all the old Polaroid cameras marketed themselves as instant, something we take for granted today. We also felt the snapshots people were taking were kind of the telegrams in that they got in that they got sent over the wire to others. So we figured out why not combine the two. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Oh, Such copy. Oh my goodness. Much writing. <laughs> Instagram came from that inspiration. Could we make sharing your life as instant and magic as those first Polaroid pictures must have felt? Our first product is Instagram for iPhone. And we're just getting started. If you're interested, why not join our team? So amazing, right? Uh, <laughs> it was all about the filtered Polaroid kind of idea, uh, which is interesting. So interesting. Did you, were you an early adopter on Instagram, Karma? No, no. I thought it was weird. <laughs> I, I, I understand what they're, um, they're saying about the magic of Polaroids and, yep. and I get that. Um, but no, yeah, I felt like in the beginning it was, um, you know, pictures of your lunch and yep. I just wasn't really interested in that. It definitely had a more organic feel though than Facebook. Facebook had, had become, you know, uh, a little more family and friends, was focusing on family and friends. And so Instagram was a little more public and mm. I feel like that was that was part of it. I was not an early adopter either, definitely not. Um, and yeah, so I just, it's, it's so, it was, it kind of exploded pretty quick. So here's some of the numbers, right? So they launched in October 6th, 2010. Instagram was originally only available for iPhone for two years, comma. Two years. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's probably why I never <laughs> wasn't an early adopter. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't have an iPhone. I didn't have an iPhone for for a long time either. So, um, yeah, I wasn't on there either. Uh, so in how's this right? October sixth launch, December twelfth, one million users. Two months. Okay. Two months, one million users. In January of 2000, they introduced hashtags. And then in 2012, over a year and a half, uh, a year and a year later, they launched on Android. I assume you yeah. could access via the browser though. I don't think that so, came till later. I think it was okay. an app first and there was no web version no in web. the beginning. Okay. Interesting. I could be wrong. Okay. And then in... So they launch on Android on April 3rd. On April 9th, bought by Facebook for $1 billion. Uh, this is super famous. Um, I also, as a Gary Vee fan, Gary Vee at the time, uh, I wasn't a Gary Vee fan at the time, um, but he at the time across business channels and in interviews was saying it was a steal. Um, it was making headlines because a billion dollars for an app and they only had a very small amount of staff at the time, um, was a gargantuan amount of money. Yeah, and, it always doesn't sound real, does it? Like um, like from, oh, what's the movie with Dr. Evil and he's like, one billion dollars. Yeah, sounds yeah. like a joke. Sounds yeah. like, joke, uh, like a joke uh, fantasy amount of money. And at the time it kind of was, and the business world was stunned. Um, but 
that would, you know, th I think this will this will go down as one of the greatest, you know, uh, company investments of all time, um, easily, uh, because Instagram is worth I don't know a hundred billion dollars on its own, maybe more, fifty billion. Um, so yeah, so much happened after that. It just grew so quickly. Um, they launched ads in 2015. And by, so by 2013, they'd hit 100 million monthly users. Ads came in 2015. And then in 2016, the feed became algorithmic and went away from chronological. Oh, and boy, did everybody have a bit of a meltdown when that happened. They did. They did on Facebook when it happened, and they had a, the same meltdown on Instagram. I know, yep. Uh, did it ma and did everybody move on very quickly? And Instagram continued to grow, right? Mm. Um, so this is where it starts to get into, I think, the realm of what we're starting to learn about these platforms now, right? So in 2016, Instagram announced stories. Now, do you remember this? Yeah. Why did they do that? Because Snapchat. Snapchat had blazed a new trail and was growing super fast. Yeah, disappearing messages, the younger people were into it. Yeah, yeah, Snapchat. Facebook saw it as an opportunity to yeah. not lose users, I guess. Yeah, this idea of short video uh, that that disappeared, that was ephemeral. Um, ephemeral content was was exploding. So Instagram announced stories and it was really the first time I think that one of these big social platforms had completely copied such a huge piece of functionality, don't you think? I remember yeah. there being a lot of discussion about like, you can't do that. And Instagram like, well, we're doing it. So yeah. Um, I mean, it happens in the business world all the time, but it does um, because it was an, an, a social app that people feel a lot of ownership for. Um, they feel close to, I think they felt betrayed, but it's really interesting that stories came to Instagram before they came to Facebook. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, like at the time, Instagram was all about, super curated photos, super edited, like yes. high quality, high res, like highly beautiful and staged and all about, you know, the aesthetic of your grid. Yes. And so to go from caring so much about what each individual piece of content looked like as to whether it fit your vibe and your aesthetic yes, to content that you didn't need to care about at all because it was going to disappear... Yes. Such a complete turnaround. Mm. Absolutely. Completely agree. Completely But I mean, agree. I guess like if you have that in the same platform, I guess you get to appeal to to both aspects, like fans of both of those things or just people who, you know, really want to keep their grid looking a certain way but still want to post more candid content. Mm. I've got a way of having the best of both worlds. Yes, agree, right? It was like a huge add-on, a huge piece of functionality. And I think it did the job, like it worked. It, it stopped the bleeding, it stopped users going to Snapchat, and it kept the growth of Instagram 
going, right? Because by 2018, they had they hit 1 billion users. So yeah. in five years, they went from 100 million to 1 billion. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. So they stopped the bleeding. Snapchat is still going and doing a great job and have built their audience. Um, but Instagram is, is still going and has become the dominant um, platform for the, you know, of the world, basically. It's Facebook and then Instagram. They mm. also launched IGTV and an IGTV app in June of 2018. Yeah. And then finally, Instagram Reels is launched in only 50 countries in 2020. As TikTok obviously had started to explode. Yeah, that's interesting that reels are only two years old, isn't it? Uh, yeah, they. I don't know. They feel almost fresher to me, but I'm old. So, yeah, only launched. They're, they're two years old, and then in 2021, reels became 60 seconds long. So, yeah. I mean, so that's that is that is the chronology of of you know one of the biggest social media apps right there right there in a nutshell right in 13 minutes we've just tracked i don't know a 50 billion dollar company or how much i want to know how much instagram could be worth on its own right yeah is worth <laughs> instead of guessing one, yeah, just yeah. look it up give me give me a number <laughs> yeah so 100 billion let let's it, let people are 100 saying, million no 100 billion Le 100 billion by itself yeah 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 interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. Staggering. Absolutely staggering. So, okay, there's a $100 billion company in 30 minutes. Um, <laughs> but that brings us to 2022, right? And, and that, so that brings us to now. And 2022 has been mental, right? I think yeah. that TikTok has grown. So TikTok has grown so quickly that Zucks and co., have been Zucks and Mosseri. Is it Mosseri? Is that how you say it? Adam Mosseri? Yeah, I think so. Zucks and Moss, right? <laughs> Obviously, Moss. they've been bricking it, man. They've been bricking it this year. They are freaking out. And instead of and obviously this was established when they when they added stories, right? This this pattern of behavior is that they are not interested in being uh, a dedicated platform for a certain group of people or a certain niche audience, right? Yeah. They, they, they want to be everything. They, have to, to they have to be everyone to everything. And look, when you get to that scale, you're, you're not dealing in niches anymore. You, you have to grow. You have to keep growing because now you're, you're a slave to your share price and a slave to growth. And, and the only way to grow is is across the, the mainstream. So in that vein, they have to continue with this, with this obsessive growth, right? And huge growth. And the only way to do that from their point of view has been to copy TikTok, right? Is that fair? Yeah. Is that fair? I mean, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's try to just fly through the updates that they've had this year. Okay. So 
Oh, see, those zipped up. I don't know. Let's roll through some of these things. So they've had um, roll, I think reels have extended. Can you, can you go longer than 60 seconds now? Yes. IGTV and in-stream video ads have ended. They've, so they've got rid of IGTV, right? Yeah. Everything is now, um, everything is now real. Yeah. Um, 3D avatars. Every video under 15 minutes is a reel. Okay, good. And then what about over 15 minutes? I don't know. Maybe that gets okay. to still be a video. I mean, I've not posted anything <laughs> longer yeah, than yeah. 15 minutes on Instagram. Yeah. They've announced subscriptions are coming to help their creators. Yeah. Now the whole creators thing is a whole different discussion. I've that got I'd love subscriptions. To talk about. I've been getting invited to subscribe to things in in Instagram. How's it going? I what do you reckon? I haven't subscribed to anything, but I have been getting <laughs> invites to subscribe to things. Okay. Um, okay. It's okay. it's similar to I assume it's similar to, um, like a that a LinkedIn feature where you get like a sort of an EDM from okay, yeah, from yeah, the yeah, gotcha, from, gotcha, from subscribing, yeah. but it could be more like Patreon or OnlyFans. I'm yeah. just I'm not sure. I'm not really that interested in any of the people I follow on Instagram, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. No, so so the big the big craziness has been the recent updates where they really moved hard to 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 copy TikTok and make TikTok and make Instagram more like TikTok in terms of their focus on full screen uh, experience and short form video. Yep. Now we had, then we had the two Kardashians. So this is literally last week. We had, we had some big, big influencers and big TikTok, uh, big Instagrammers come out and not like that. Mm. Mainly the two Kardashians, was it? I don't even know which two. I mean, it's two Kim and one of the sisters. I don't know which one. <laughs> Um, and, and Chrissy Teigen apparently as well, right? So there you go. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and now, and now they've, they're saying we're rolling it back. They're not, they're just, not moving those changes as quickly. Can we just stop, like pause there for a second? Please. I just like to, I get really annoyed with the mm. media and like certain commentators and stuff who are like, oh, these these platforms have too much power and it's like, yes. okay, like they're big, right? They're mm. big companies worth, what did you say? A hundred billion dollars. Yeah. Like they're big, they're influential. They got mm. a lot of data. They got some power. They got some sway. Yep. Gotcha. Hear that. There's mm. also a lot of people involved, a lot of moving parts. They're not agile. Mm-hmm. And there's also a lot of laws involved yes. because they are a company. It's publicly listed. Mm. If you want to talk about power. Yes. Kim and whichever sister that was yes. are just two people. Yep. Sitting in a very nice lounge room somewhere. <laughs> yes. Telling some people with a hundred billion dollar company what to do. So can we yes. just please appreciate who actually has the power here? <laughs> yes. Yes. It's Kim and her sister, whichever one it was. Yes. And Chrissy Teigen. Like. Yes. If they're the, if they're if they're that influential that they can tell the head of Instagram that no, no, you won't be making these changes because we don't like them. Yes. And he, and then two days later he walks them back. Yes. Who's, oh yeah, social media platforms are too powerful. Mm, okay. 
Excellent point. So right. true, man. That, so it was Kim and Kylie. Kylie Jenner. Yeah, okay. Um, so the famous half-sisters are among the most followed in accounts on Instagram with 360 and 326 million followers each. Uh, fascinating. It's a lot. Fascinating. That, that, that is a lot. And we are talking such staggering numbers that I think it's, it's really hard to wrap your head around how how much power that that has but but now i think we we do have a really good idea of how powerful they are this is a really yeah. good demonstration um, yeah we do because because adam came out with a video saying you know i know that some of this is going to be unpopular blah 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 and i thought his video was actually really quite good yep um and quite uh authentically i don't know like he's wonderful yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not like a massive fan of his or anything, but I thought it was considering that he has a job that's highly visible and he does things that upset people on a daily basis. <laughs> like I thought he was really open about the way he talked about it. Like he acknowledged that a lot of the stuff that he does isn't popular. Yep. Um, whereas a lot of people would try and gloss over that and just try and focus on the, on the highlights where mm -hmm. he was just like, you know, I know you're not going to like this, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I thought he'd done, he'd done really well at articulating that. And then two days later, walked back, disappointed. Look, I'll be honest. I have not watched the walk back video. Did you watch the walk back video? No. Okay. We should have probably watched that. <laughs> no, cause I don't, I don't care about how he articulated okay. that. Um, I'm more just saying, you know, I thought he, he, he stood his ground really nicely. Yeah. And then to give that ground away two days later, it like I, I thought that was a shame. Yes, yes. Wow, it is really raining. So if anyone can hear the rain, that's the oh rain. yeah, it's I can pounding down. Wow. Um. So yeah, look, oh dude, so fascinating. Look, and and I think and isn't it funny, right? We say oh, there's a lot of criticism of influencers and influencer marketing, and what do they even do, and they're not even worth it. And yet, you know, one tweet, or sorry, one Instagram post, and they are moving mountains, right? They're, even back in 2018, Jenna criticized a Snapchat redesign, right? Yeah, it yeah. It wiped out 1.3 billion from the company's value in a week, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, oh, it's a great point. Never, do not underestimate people who have built a massive audience. Because they are the real, yeah. they are the ones who are moving mountains. They're the ones with the real power. They are the ones with the real, real power. Influence. Yeah, and look, yeah. And I think, and so I think this is a really this this opens up us to talk about these creators, right, and influencers on these platforms, and content creators, because I I think it's a super interesting topic because, at the moment, the only platform that properly that pays its creators significantly right is youtube yeah they are the youtube is the only one that that has an ad revenue share model with its creators tiktok's got like a creator fund i don't even know i don't think instagram pays anyone anything oh uh, meta does have um you can have be monetized okay so you can be monetized in terms of um, they'll use your videos as an ad placement and you can, 
get a share of that. But it's not, um, I wouldn't imagine it's anywhere near as robust as yeah. YouTube. Yeah, as YouTube, yeah. Like, uh, so yeah, I find that that's a super interesting point, right? Like, because as we've just established, creators and uh, influencers on your platform with giant followings, they have huge amounts of power and keeping them involved and keeping them happy becomes a huge part of your business or should, should mm. be, right? And, and yeah, it's like, so TikTok is struggling with this at the moment because they're not paying their creators. But that's the, that's the trade-off. It's always, well, you, you can have, we give you the audience and then you can, you know, that's the asset, right? We've, you've built an audience and then you can start on our platform. But mess, but it's a double-edged sword. So you've got these creators and they are on your platform, but now you are, you, you are in trouble if those creators start to leave or, or don't like the changes. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is a two-way street in the sense that, you know, I, I think people like the Kardashians need, need platforms to be able to sell the makeup and the things that they yep. do. I don't really know that much about them, mm -hmm. but, um, <laughs> um, and, but the platforms also need them to legitimize them. If they start leaving, it's very, it's a very public, it's not like, you know, you see those people on Facebook going, I'm deleting my account. And you're like, okay, bye. <laughs> um, yeah. It's much more noticeable if they are not around anymore. Yeah, so I think as well, so back to the Instagram changes, right? I have a feeling they just tried to move too quickly. What do you think? Yeah. They just tried know. to make all like... these changes too quickly. And I, I have no doubt, and digital marketers like you and me, we know this, right? That people don't, people say a lot about what they want and what they think they want and how they think they act online. But we know the truth. The data shows usually Which is just how they exactly really Exactly right? what I was about to say. Okay. You know that like as soon as you ask someone yep. how they feel about something, it's already changed because you've made them stop and think about yes. how they feel about something. Yes. Which is why focus groups are so weird. Yep. Um I was in a focus group once mm -hmm. and it what was for? the most weirdest experience. Tell me, tell me the story. Um, it was it was for a rum company. Okay. Sweet. Um, and the rum company had thought about rebranding um, to make because they make flavored rums, okay. um, which is really popular in um, Reunion, which is where this brand is from. Yep. And um, they wanted to rebrand because they wanted to appeal to women because it's it's fla it's like a it's like spice rum but with you know a flavor. Okay. So it's, it's a really sweet kind of, a really sweet drink. Mm -hmm. um, and so they wanted to appeal to women and, and traditionally rum is quite a blokey drink, especially in Australia because we have Bundaberg. Yes. Um, which is disgusting and shouldn't even be called rum. But anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, so sitting and obviously my background, it's obviously I spent 17 years in hospitality. So I yes. know quite a bit about how booze is marketed and consumed. Because um, you've consumed an a staggering I'm, amount of booze. I, I yeah. mean, you know, I'm, a, I'm quite a practiced consumer. <laughs> um, 
And anyway, yeah. so listening to these women talk about, and also marketing background, you know, so listening to these women talk about, um, you know, how they would make choices based on seeing this rum on the shelf and how they would drink it and all of it. And it was just like none of this. I'm just thinking none of this is actually useful information <laughs> because they've thought about it so much yes. that they're just making shit up now. <laughs> they're like, oh, yes, if I went into the bottle shop and I saw this on the shelf and I would want to it to look like such and such yeah. because then I would be buying it for my 21-year-old daughter because I'm going to visit her at her house because she just <laughs> finished her exams. And it's like... Your daughter's sitting next to you. She's eighteen, so you just made up a whole other daughter <laughs> to to like to like make this scenario in your head yeah. that you've overthought and is like totally no not the way that you would pick up a bottle of anything in a bottle shop. Like it's just it's so far out there. Like, and I'd be wearing you know, and I'd and I'd want it to have this, and then I'd mix it with this, and oh, I really like this one. I'd have it as an after dinner drink. It's like no, you wouldn't. No one's going to sit and drink rum, like this rum and lemonade, like, which is what you're tasting it, how you're tasting it, as an after-dinner drink. That's preposterous. <laughs> anyway, it was the weirdest thing. And then, and that's when I was just like, okay, well, focus groups are, are bizarre. I'm sure there's ways of making them slightly less, I don't know, rabbit holy than this one that I went... And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a focus group of one. So, like, my, my experience with being in a focus group is the one. Yes. Um, so, I don't, they could, other ones might be different. But then also, remember we got sent Adam Ferrier's book? Yes. And it was like, don't listen to your customers or something? Yes. I can't remember what it was called. Anyway. He has um, one of my favorite just, videos just on that focus group thing that I've ever seen, especially as an Apple fan, right, of when he shows videos in one of his um, talks uh, about the, the the focus group, video from the focus groups about Apple's very famous 1984 ad. So a, Apple's 1984 ad usually is, you know, in the top two or three or five of, or, or number one of the greatest ads of all time, right? And the focus groups that were trying, that they had to judge the concept, and they didn't have the full ad, obviously. It was just like a mock-up. But the, the, the judgment from, from general punters was scathing, right? Absolutely yeah. scathing of like, oh, it's too dark, and where's the, app, where's the computers? And it, it, was just, it was just completely yeah. panned. And if they'd listened to the, the focus groups, they would have never even made the greatest ad of all time. And it, yeah, great, great insight from um from his uh, what's his name sorry uh adam, from adam yeah it's, it's a fantastic take um <clears throat> yeah yeah so i could not agree with that more and and i think as well um even if you go back as far as i'm pretty sure it's a henry ford quote if i had have asked my customers what they wanted they would have said faster horses so good how did he know that a hundred years ago karma that's so amazing. I need to read up more about that guy. That's mm. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, so I think it's a really valid point. Um, and kind of, I think what Adam was getting around to sort of Adam from Instagram now, not yes. Adam Ferrier. We moved on to a different Adam. Um, when he was to that video that I saw that he posted on Twitter about justifying the changes, I think is what he was kind of alluding to. I don't think he came straight out and said it, but 
this is you you said it and and I think we've you know given a bit of background now but how people um use something and how they feel about it uh, are two completely different yes. things well so said. well so said. we've got thank you so we've got we've I mean, in the background where we talked about the history we talked about how people lost their minds when Facebook's newsfeed first became algorithmic mm-hmm. and, then, they did it and again. then we talked about how they lost their minds when Instagram's newsfeed first became algorithmic yes and so this is another lose your mind moment where he's saying we want to focus more on video. And to be honest, people are potentially interacting more with video. They don't necessarily like that they're doing that. They don't necessarily notice that they're doing that. Yes. But the data, they have the data. There's it no It would say doubt. people interacted with such and such amount of video and zero amount of static photos or whatever, you know, 1%, 2%, 5%. Yeah of static photos and it's just you know i didn't ever get that instagram feed roll out on my account yeah um that everybody hated but i have seen it um one of the girls at work just showed it to me on her phone when she um had it for i think about a week mm-hmm. and then it rolled back so she was obviously one of the testing focus groupy people and she actually even sent a bug report saying that she hated it yeah um, and it went away, so that was lucky for her. Yes. Um, but it, it just, it did feel, you did feel a little um, trapped. It did, uh, it's sort of a little bit anxiety-inducing because there's sort of nowhere to stop. Everything just ran into each other, and you could really <laughs> see yourself, like, scrolling for, you know how they say about white space on websites? You need to, like, give the eye somewhere to rest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's none of that. So it was very, like, yeah. I imagine it's, um, you know, induces a lot more scrolling than than a news feed that's calmer yes yes um yes so so i get why people didn't like it but it's not necessarily that doesn't necessarily make it a bad move yeah and and all of this can be true all of this can be true at once right so instagram can 100 percent be going look we we know that we see the data we we know everybody is moving this way right yeah. And so that they're like, okay, we have to move, right? Yeah. Now. But they have to keep people happy. They also, but they can't move too quickly. It's like, it's probably, you know, I'm sure there are thousands of brands over the last 50 years that have done this, right? In some way, shape or form. Like, I don't know. I bet you when Coke started introducing cans of Coke, people were like, I'm never buying a can. What are you doing? I'm, I'm only ever drinking Coke out of a glass. Yeah, out of out of a bottle, right? And then, but they did it slowly. They did it. They didn't replace the bottle, right? At the time, they probably just rolled it out in certain markets, and they rolled it out slowly and more and more over time. Then suddenly, they the glass stopped, and probably you know seven people whinged about it, right? I'm yeah. sure it's happened. I mean, I think that's time. that's the advantage of being a, a really large business is that you can you can weather that you can you can do it gradually and you can survive out the other end yeah because you've got such a big base i think um maybe an even like if we're going to use coke as an example when they started selling water yes you know people were like why is coke selling water that's so weird and now mount franklin's everywhere exactly exactly yeah i i i feel like this is probably the right move they just moved incorrectly they they did it too much too quick and um, 
it, it felt, yeah, it was too much. I think it was too but much. But like maybe, you know, if the, if the Kardashian sister, what'd you say, they were half-sisters, yep. whatever. Um, if Kim and the other one um, are so influential, like I wonder if there's any way of bringing them on. Like is that is that something that Instagram does? Is that Do they give them a call and be like, yo, <laughs> we want to do such and such and we really would like you to support it? Like, yeah. Do they have that much? Absolutely. I don't know, like is it? But again, they don't... Be worth thinking about. Absolutely. Getting them on board would be brilliant. But again, the sample size of one, I think, is what they, they don't want. They, don't, they can't worry about one person's. But then they have to, right? Because... Well, they, they did. They have to. And now they have. Yeah. Oh, wow. Tricky. Yeah, so they're going to have to keep doing it now. Real tricky. Sort of made a rod for their own back, I think. But yeah, um, it's just—it's it's almost it like just, a medicine that they need the users to take, and they can't give you too much medicine in one go. They just needed to do it more, like slowly, and over time. Yeah. Because and then you inevitably, and then you inevitably, and also the, uh, the the chronological and algorithm switch is the best analogy. Where going if you go back. Like people still whinge that they want a chronological feed, and then I have no doubt that nobody uses it, would use it, even though you can now on Facebook. Nobody will use their their chronological feed. I was one of the few who was still using a chronological feed and switching my feed back to chronological up until I think a couple of years ago. Yeah, I used to do it quite often as well. Yeah. Uh, and but that's the era when people say, "Oh, I still use a chronological feed." It's like that is the sample size of one and you cannot, trying to remove yourself from your own personal uh, uh, use and bias and approach to something is very, very difficult. Which I, and I understand, and I always have fun with you when you say, oh, well, this is how I do it. And I'm like, oh, it's not about you, right? It's about, it's mm. about the market, um, but yeah, man. Oh, it, anyway, it's a fascinating time. Is, how is Instagram going to navigate this next 12 months, right? Let's get in, let's go future call. Let's let's talk future. Before we go future. Okay, sorry. There's like a couple, like there was just, there was like a bunch of things that they did just this month. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of feels a little bit desperado. Yes. But like, if I just quickly go through a bit of a list. So they've Please. opened up the um, API for reels, yep. which means that there'll be more, um, tools with the ability to schedule and have analytics um, on reels, which will be really interesting. Yep. Because um, obviously now you only get the insights out of the app. Um, uh, there'll be reels, templates and music, um, which is coming if you don't have that yet. Um, there's updates to the subscription, which we sort of talked about, um, and also um, payment features in DMs, so you can actually buy things That's through right. DMs, which that. I think will work really well for, you know, small creators, people who hand make things and won't necessarily need Etsy or a website or stuff like that if they can get people to DM them um, to sell them things. Um, uh, there's a creator marketplace that's launching, so yep. that will be really interesting to follow, but it's um, by invite only at the moment. Mm. Um, maps, so you've got locations in stories now, like 
they used to have and then they weren't and now <laughs> you can see um, a location tag and see the stories in that location. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, we know that Instagram really likes you to be somewhere that it can, you know, say that that is real. And then the other thing that I think is really interesting for our future conversation that we have in a sec is um, they're launching a dual camera feature um, like Be Real. Like Be Real, yeah. So, like, you know, they've they've identified the newest yep. competitor and are already working on that. <laughs> yes, yes. So that's just in July. That's just July. Wow. Yep. 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 I agree. It's feeling desperado. It feels like they... And maybe this, this is what happens when you get to the scale of some of these companies is that they are mainstream, they are the everything, they, they are trying to be the everything brand and they, they move away. The idea of having like a focused offer and a focused niche um, and a focused brand is completely unrealistic. And it's very easy for us down here, you know, in normal person land to be like, oh, well, they've lost their brand and they've lost their focus and, and what even is Instagram? Who's it for anymore? It's like, they, they pass that at 100 million users. The idea of a focused brand is ridiculous at, when you're at 1 billion monthly Yeah, users. I think it's really, you know, people are really obsessed with niching. Yes. You know, you've got to have a niche mm. and you've got to niche down as much as possible. Mm. And I think it depends. Like yes. sometimes that's great advice and sometimes that's terrible advice. Yep, yep, good, good point, uh, agreed. Um, I think it's completely unrealistic for um, for Instagram, but just the idea of having a focused brand, though, um, as opposed to a niche, a clear brand is probably more important at scale, though, because that that's all you've got at that point. Um, because the brand and the business, the business gets so big that maybe a more more focused brand and you'd say you know is that what the best brands in the world have coke still has that apple go have google lost that or google's just google um yeah oh, look it's super fascinating i think we could pro- i could probably do another episode on this like <laughs> like a deep instagram <laughs> deep dive part two because it touches on so many aspects of digital of social of marketing of brand um I mean, if they keep doing um, changes at the rate that they're doing, we could do another one in like four weeks' time with another 57 changes yes, to talk yes. about. <laughs> yes. Uh, wow. It's fascinating. Fascinating. All right. So do you want to try to predict one of the biggest social media companies in the world? Do you want to have a crack at what, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay. Okay, go. Go. Um, give me the crack. 12 months. Give me, give me the 12 months. 12 months. Yeah, just 12 months. Um, well, so they're totally doubling down on reels. So it will be much more of a focus of the app in 12 months time. Um, I'm already seeing static posts getting, you know, very little traction. So I'm assuming that that will continue. Um, so reels, I mean, maybe stories will become more video based as well. Um, maybe your whole grid. You know, now you can pin things to your grid. Maybe you'll only be able to pin video instead of um, statics. I don't think it's going to 
use a lot of lose a lot of user base. Um, I don't think people are gonna desert Instagram in droves. Okay. For TikTok. Yep. Um, I think it'll be pretty much business as usual unless they, I don't know, really change something major. And then they've already just proven that they wanted to make a pretty major change and then they walked it back. So uh, I don't see them doing anything too outlandish again quickly. You know, that's embarrassing. Yeah. So what about you? Uh, I think... Thoughts? Uh, I I 100% agree with you, except there's just this one little part of me that is the reason they did such a, like why they made such a large change, because I feel like these, I think Instagram and Facebook are very good at drip feeding a change until then it's, the change has happened and people didn't even notice, right? I feel like they're experts at this. So something, Mm. something has, there has obviously been something that is pushing them fast and hard, right? And obviously we would say that is TikTok and the data must be telling them that they need to move quickly, more quickly than they usually would. Um, so that that does give me pause and say that TikTok, TikTok is eating their lunch and the TikTok user, uh, that hours per day on TikTok is growing very quickly. Um, and so, yeah, uh, and then, I don't know, the metaverse I th- think is still miles and miles away. Um, and so that's, mm. that's taking up a lot of Meta's time and a lot of Meta's money and they're not seeing much return. And so I feel like, yeah, the metaverse and v- is similar to VR. It's miles away. It's a very slow, it's slow, slow growing and we're not going to be there in a year. Um, but I do think, at, on the other side, right, on the positive side, I think we're all far too um, all or nothing in terms of social media platforms, right? I feel like there's so much space that there is plenty of room for people to be on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest, and be real. Mm-hmm. Similar to TV channels or radio channels, uh, I have no doubt that when um, you know there were five TV channels, that people were like, "Well, what? I don't need any more channels. There's no, there's no way that twenty or fifty or a hundred TV channels could survive." Um, and then, and then, you know, twenty years go by and there's hundreds and hundreds of channels on pay TV for everyone to use. So uh, I do feel like there's um, there's plenty of space. Yeah. Um, will Instagram hit a peak of user growth? I think they might be stuck. I might. I think I'll, I'll make a prediction. In twelve months, they might peak. Like Netflix, they're gonna stop, and they might actually peak I mean, with in terms of growth. How's that sound? Three and a half billion people are daily users of Instagram. How much more could they possibly grow? That's like half the planet. Like they can't keep growing, surely. Exactly. And so look, my prediction, that prediction isn't a, you know, it's not a bloody world ending prediction, is it? You know, Um, just because people, just because they aren't growing doesn't mean they're not a hugely important and valuable and powerful platform. I think growth, growth may be um, be over-indexed on growth here. Yeah, well, once you're like 
used by one in two people on the planet. I, I just don't yeah. really know how yeah. much more users you can get. Like, you just have to not lose. That's right. Really. Then it becomes about retention. And, and yeah. the market... So that's not growth. That's right. That's... And the market will have to readjust mm-hmm. to that, right? Because growth, growth is sexy. Yeah. Growth, is, growth is more money quickly. Well, it, only if you're at a stage of exactly. growing. Like if you're already as big yep. as you can get, then then it's not sexy yep. anymore. It's just, you know. Um, so I did my prediction, and but I did it from a yes. user point of view. So, so mm. I want to add that from a an advertiser point of view, I think Instagram will st- will still con- will continue to see a leak of advertisers to TikTok. Yep. Agreed. Well said. Especially as TikTok's ad capabilities evolve and um, you know become better at at performing for for brands. As people get more used to yep. how it works, um, as people get more used to seeing ads on the platform, yep. um, and uh, as people get better at letting influencers or, or creators or whatever take the, the products and r- rather than using traditional display yep. type advertising, I think that there's um, definitely, I don't think that, that trend's going to turn around. At all, I think they will continue to lose advertisers, which is a concern. But it's also, um, you know, a really fine balance between keeping your users happy and less advertisers potentially will make users happy. And if TikTok over-indexes yep. on ad inventory and starts to make people feel, you know, unappreciated as users that they're that they're just s- s- there to scroll past never-ending mm-hmm. digital billboards. Um, then that could be a good sign for people going back to platforms like Instagram yes. and Facebook. Um, but yeah, I don't see that with the challenges with advertising on across Meta. Um, I don't see that there's gonna they're gonna retain their advertisers. They they're losing yep. them already to TikTok. So. I would be fascinated to think. I, I think that. Um, I think that Instagram needs to think more like Pinterest. They need to focus on e-commerce. Did you see Pinterest got a new? Um, is it CEO? And it's the guy from it's a it's a ex Google. Oh yeah. Guy. Oh cool. Yeah, so I think that would be really interesting. I mean, we're not we're talking about yeah. Instagram today, but I think that would be really interesting to watch because Pinterest is blah, blah, Pinterest is such a huge search engine yeah it's a search um, engine platform yeah yeah, yeah it's yep. not a social media yep. platform um so it'll be really interesting to see what someone with the google background would be able yep. to do with I, it i think i think that instagram should really really focus on e-commerce and i think they are i think it's one of their billion focuses but uh yeah i feel like that's where they can they they, sh- they could focus i don't know i don't think the users want that I don't think they want like what everything want? to have a shop That's and everything thing. to be what for sale. They, want? they no, they want to be entertained. They, be entertained. they don't want to have to buy shit. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Anyway, it's super interesting. That's why we need 
these dedicated episodes because there's just too much. There's too much to to do in to talk about if we're just going to talk about little stories now and again, right? And updates. It's good to do deep dives. So, yeah. Um, I mean, when yeah. they change that much in that short of a space of time, like we've got to stop and yeah. and talk yeah. about it. Awesome. Awesome. Maybe that it could be a, a good grill the marketer, right? Instagram versus TikTok. Like that just could be a, a really interesting panel chat. And we could have an Instagram expert. Maybe. We could have Seva. Our mates, our Perth, Perth um, Maybe. TikTok expert. Hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cool, man. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he'd be keen. Who could we get on Insta? To come back. Um, there's Don't lots know. of great Insta people. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Uh, good one. Good one. There's so many Instagrammers, <laughs> I think, that would be keen. Um, oh, by the way, did you see me whinge on LinkedIn? How they still don't have on-platform scheduling? Oh, my goodness. What is yeah. happening? And people are like... We could do a whole like, episode about s- LinkedIn. Tell me in the comments, like, oh, no, but that... That, that's going to kill some of the that's going to kill the organic nature of LinkedIn. I was like, "What organic are you talking about? This is LinkedIn, right? This is like, yeah." Do they mean organic as in reach, or do they mean authentic. organic as in authentic? That's what these people were commenting. I was like, "Yeah, I mean, you can still schedule or like exactly. authentic content." Anyway, yeah, I thought it was a bit. It, like some of the comments <laughs> were a bit boomery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, that's that's what I that's right. I was like, what do you what in, like what organic authenticity are you talking about? But this is not this is not be real, right? This is this is LinkedIn. This is the professionals' domain of lawyers, and you know. I mean, I understand like you you have a brain fart about an ad that you saw, and you like t- type up a thing and then and press send, and I, and I do kind of you know. I think that they, I think it probably would diminish a, a small amount of the off the cuff why, type stuff, the reactive type stuff. Why wouldn't you stuff. post it? Why but would you, you then, you could why still, would you forego posting something you've done for scheduling it? No, but you, what I mean is if people were just filling up a content calendar of shit and scheduling it out, then it does, and then they then they're not as inclined to log in because they know it's sort of automated. It's taking care of itself, so they're less likely to have those mm. brain farts that they need to share with everybody about how I I went to um to a horse riding competition and it really reminded me of careers, and I'll show you why. So, okay, <laughs> but I look. I think that I think I need to see the data. Well, there isn't any because you can't that, schedule, <laughs> and and I would totally. And I would totally agree with you if they didn't let you through the API, yeah, via third-party platforms, yeah. Anyway, we could do an episode on LinkedIn, but we've probably done enough for today. We probably could, dude. Good to talk to you. Yep, you too. Um, remember, hit us up with reviews, people. We need reviews on our podcast if you're loving it. Hit us with a review on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. That'd be super helpful. And uh, sign up for our event. We've got an event. We've got a grill the marketer here in Perth coming up next week. Is it next week? No. 18th. 18th. Two weeks. Two weeks away. Uh, we've got our wonderful guest. Kimberly Lim. Uh, Kimberly Lim. And we are going to be talking all things Ask a CMO. And going global. Like, going global. This is a really interesting topic um, that 
I think a lot of us here in Perth don't get to talk about too often. So I'm really pumped to have Kimberly on. Um, get your tickets. I'll put the link in the show notes. And that's all I got, Karma. Yeah, Anything me too. Else? Yeah. No. Sweet, dude. All right, we'll have a good one. Um, rest up. Thanks. And talk to you soon. All right. See you, mate. Bye.